You're listening to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. Just a quick heads up before we get started with this episode, I wanted to let you know about a free resource for listeners of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. That means you. If you are planning your next trip abroad or if you're just getting back out into the world again, maybe you're going to an event or to a festival or to a meetup, that you need to be prepared for what to say when you meet someone for the first time. Download our free Spanish conversation guide so that you'll be prepared to have a conversation with anyone that you meet for the first time in Spanish. We give you a list of the most common questions that you'll be asked and that you may want to ask someone when you meet them for the first time, along with the responses so that you can be prepared when you have that conversation in less than 30 minutes. So to get your free conversation guide, just go to SpanishConversationGuide.com. Simple, right? SpanishConversationGuide.com to download your quick guide to prep for your first Spanish conversation. Bienvenidos! Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Hola y bienvenidos al episodio 80. Welcome to episode 80 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. Wow, I can't believe we have gotten to episode 80 already. It seems like just the other day when I started this podcast and here we are 80 episodes in. Uh, we have to plan something big for episode 100, so I hope you all will be a part of that. Uh, and make sure you're in our Facebook group. So if you go to our show notes page, learnspanishconsalsa.com slash 80, uh, you will find a link to join our Facebook group so that you can participate in our community, in our discussions about these episodes. And more importantly, you get to do what our listener did uh, for this episode today. You get to ask a question about Spanish, anything that's on your mind, something you're struggling with. And I will address it on a future episode of the podcast if I believe that the answer can also help other Spanish learners out there. So that's what we're going to do today. It's a listener Q&A episode. I'm going to be addressing a question that I got from Fred and he sent in his question through email. So I'm going to read his question and I'm going to give some advice that hopefully will help him out and also help you too. So let's get right to it. Here is Fred's question. Hi, Tamara. I love your podcast. I have been attempting to learn for close to a year now. My biggest issues with acquiring Spanish are understanding natural speed and possibly lack of vocabulary. I first started by using mobile apps. At first, the apps were great, but I quickly learned that it's very repetitive. I'm still trying to use the apps, but it's kind of like pulling teeth. Another method I use is listening to podcasts in Spanish for maybe two hours while at work but I understand close to nothing. So I figured maybe I try it in English first and that's how I discovered your podcast. I also have a coworker who is a native Puerto Rican who helps me out a lot throughout our shift. I probably enjoy interacting with him the most. Any suggestions? Okay. All right, so there's a couple of things that Fred brought up. So first, uh, Fred, thank you for your question and for your email. Um, I'm glad you're enjoying the podcast and uh, it sounds like you're doing a lot of the right things, uh, looking for a method that'll work for you. 
Uh, but it sounds like you are struggling with understanding the natural speed of spoken Spanish. And you also mentioned a lack of vocabulary. So I want to focus in on um, understanding the natural speed of Spanish, which probably sounds a bit too fast for you right now. So I'm going to focus on that because vocabulary will actually tie into that. So if you don't know what a word means, right, it's really hard to understand it when you hear it because you're not familiar with it. So we will talk about vocabulary, but I want to tackle this issue with understanding natural speed because you said that you spend a few hours while you're at work uh, listening to podcasts and you understand close to nothing. All right. So uh, my first question would be to you, if you were in our membership community and you were part of our group coaching program, I would probably ask you some more questions about uh, how long you have been listening to podcasts for a few hours while you're at work, because that will give me an idea of how long you've been at it and what your strategy is. I know you said you've been uh, learning for almost a year. So I'm kind of wondering how long you've been following this approach of listening to podcasts and what types of podcasts you're listening to. Uh, but just with the information I have, since you're saying that you're under you're understanding close to nothing, uh, I do think that listening comprehension is going to be the first thing that you want to tackle because if you don't understand anything, you will get very discouraged and you won't really um, make a lot of progress. So you can set goals to attack these issues, right? So understanding the natural speed of Spanish, understanding spoken Spanish. This is something that I hear a lot. It's actually one of the most common complaints, aside from not having anyone to talk to, uh, that I get. And it sounds like you actually do have a lot of exposure to Spanish, that you have a coworker that's um, a Spanish speaker that can help you out. So that's, uh, that's good. So you have someone to talk to already. You just need some help understanding the natural speed of Spanish and maybe augmenting your vocabulary a little bit, right? So I will say this, uh, I would reevaluate sort of listening to podcasts while you're at work if you're not understanding anything. Listening to something that you don't understand is really not very useful when it comes to improving your listening comprehension. And the reason for that is, you know, if you don't understand something, it very, very quickly becomes background noise especially if you're multitasking. So if you're at work and you have like podcast on in the background while you're working, uh, hopefully you're concentrating on something else. Maybe you do repetitive work where you don't have to uh, put as much active thought into what you're doing while you're listening to a podcast. However, if you still don't understand most of what you're hearing, it really is not very useful to listen uh, to something in Spanish if you have no idea what's going on, all right? It doesn't really help improve your listening comprehension. It really can just frustrate you more and more because you're just kind of listening and not understanding. So I would question that strategy if it's not working for you right now. And I have a couple of other suggestions on something that might help. Uh, but first I want to sort of just explain what these different stages are to listening comprehension because I think it'll help Fred and also everyone else out there who is struggling with this to really have realistic expectations uh, because I think often we get caught up in well I want to be fluent which means I should understand everything and as long as we don't understand everything we get really discouraged and frustrated uh, but I think we need to understand that there's different levels to listening comprehension all right so I would say like at level zero, right, or very beginner, <laughs> or maybe you can call this level one, right? It's a very low level one, is that you just recognize when you hear something that it is Spanish, which sounds kind of silly, but you know, it's the difference between hearing like, okay, well that's Russian, that's Portuguese, that's English, right? Or that that's an English speaker who is from Australia versus an English speaker from the US, right? That becomes a more sophisticated level of listening comprehension. 
but at, at the base level, you're just recognizing the language, which means that you know what some of the sounds of the language are and you know what the rhythm of the language is, which is what I would recommend to do. Like if it's a language that's, your, that's brand new to you, um, like if Spanish, if, you, if you're not very familiar with it, then yes, listening to things that you don't understand is useful at the very beginning, just until you get a sense of like, what is the rhythm of the language, right? So when you're listening to it and you're not understanding, but you kind of start to pick up some speech patterns and you kind of get the vibe of like how the language flows, um, I would say it's, it's okay to listen to things you don't understand. But once you get to that point where you kind of have an idea of the cadence of the language, I think that that's the point to stop this sort of passive listening where you're like multitasking and trying to listen to something and then you really need to switch your approach okay so um i think that if you're at the point where you feel stuck that you you maybe uh, have have uh, gotten to the end of this phase where this is no longer serving your purpose and you need to look for a different strategy okay the second phase of listening comprehension is you're, you're going to notice a, a few words here and there and there might be particular words that really stick out to you, right? And it's usually a word that you know the meaning of, right? And a word that's fairly stressed and separated in speech. So what I mean by that is a lot of shorter words or prepositions or, or, or some types of words tend to flow together and they're not very separated in speech. They kind of are very connected. So those words can be harder to hear in the beginning. Uh, so the words that you'll tend to notice are words that are that tend to be more separated in spoken language and also are more stressed. So I'll give you an example. So for me, when I first started listening to music in Spanish, the word that I would hear all the time was corazón, corazón. Um, and it's also, you know, kind of a longer word, right? So corazón has a stress at the end. And, and also the letters that are in corazón are, are sounds I'm familiar with in English. And it's usually said with like a, an emphasis or, or hard stress. And I know what it means. It means heart, right? So it's a word that I was familiar with. So anytime I would hear music, if the word corazón was in the song, I would notice it immediately. And for a while, that was all I, I got. I was like, oh, he said corazón. I know he's talking about someone's heart, <laughs> right? But that's sort of the second phase. Like you'll start to hear some common words. Um, and it's usually something, again, that you know what it means, which addresses the issue of vocabulary. So the more words you know, the more words you're likely to recognize. So uh, improving your vocabulary at this phase is good to get to the next level so that you can understand uh, and hear more words, all right? The next level I would say is when you can actually recognize some, some short segments of speech. So you start to understand some phrases um, beyond just sort of individual words here and there that are stressed. And you might start to pick up the meaning of some of those um, you know, shorter phrases and not just individual words. And once you get past that stage of listening comprehension, you're going to start to understand the general idea of what you're listening to. So while you might not understand individual words, like if you hear someone say, ah, enamorado, ah, corazón, ah, mujer, okay, all right, this is probably a love song, or, you know, it's, they're talking about a relationship of some sort. So you'll hear like a couple phrases, and then that'll kind of help you piece together a general sense of the topic that's being talked about, even though you're not sure uh, of what you're hearing exactly, like every single word. And I will say a caution of this, this kind of stage of listening comprehension, you'll know you're in this stage if you make a lot of mistakes in comprehension, especially in conversation. Those are the times when you think you know what's going on and you respond and the person looks at you like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so if that happens to you, you're probably in this phase of listening comprehension 
kind of like the fourth phase where you're starting to get it and maybe you're a little overconfident, right? Maybe you're like, oh, I know what's going on. I get it. I, I know what you meant, but you really didn't get it. So, but you do sort of get a sense of the general idea. So that's sort of like the stage four. And then there's stage five. And this is kind of where I think you want to get to, Fred. It's you want to get to the point where you go beyond just kind of getting the general context to really being able to understand most of what you hear even if you don't catch some of the words that are spoken, right? So even if some of the words are spoken too fast or some of the words that are linked together, you're not really able to distinguish. Um, or if you're listening to a dialect that's unfamiliar to you, right? You're someone from Argentina or Chile, somewhere you're just not familiar with, then you're probably not going to understand what's going on. But as long as a person is speaking slowly, you'll be able to understand most of what you hear because you've spent the time sort of augmenting your vocabulary, learning new words, and you've been listening more and more. And you're able to really understand most of what you hear as long as it's spoken slowly, okay? So that's stage five. And then from there, you'll go to stage six, which is you're going to start to understand regular pace speech. But again, at this point, I would say you probably are gonna understand about you know, half of what you hear and you'll steadily sort of increase that again, if it's with a familiar uh, topic where the vocabulary is something that you, that you've been exposed to before and a dialect that you're familiar with. So in the beginning, it's going to be very, very difficult for you to distinguish between Spanish speakers from Spain versus Puerto Rico versus Argentina. It's going to be very difficult because you just don't have the exposure and it all just sounds like it's all too fast to you and it's all just Spanish. But as you get to this level, you're going to start to be able to distinguish, okay, I don't understand this person. Why can't I understand them? And you're going to start to wonder because you're going to go, well, I talked to this other person and I understood almost everything they said, but this other guy, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> so that's when you, you really are at, um, I'd say more of an intermediate to advanced level of listening comprehension where you're starting to be able to, to see what those differences are, even though you can't understand every single word. So I would say the goal would be to get to a point where you understand about 80% of what you hear at normal, regular pace speech. That is a good listening comprehension goal. But to get there, you have to get through the other phases first, which is being able to recognize the language, understand some individual words, start to understand phrases and how words are linked together, start to get that general idea of what you're hearing, and then start to understand the entire context and really um, be able to follow a conversation and participate in a conversation at a slower pace. And, uh, and then you're going to start to uh, improve uh, hearing the language at a more natural speed. Okay, so those are the stages that you're going to go through. So if you're at one of those phases, do not feel discouraged because they're all part of the journey uh, to where you want to get to with improving your listening comprehension. All right. I will say with me what I've noticed because I am uh, I consider myself more of a beginner uh, when it comes to listening comprehension with Portuguese uh, and definitely with Arabic as well. Uh, that will probably now more intermediate with Portuguese. But uh, I know in the very beginning with Portuguese, when I was at this phase, the word that always stuck out to me was você, você. And it's because it's kind of said with the stress. It's also said a lot. So also the frequency of words also increases your ability to recognize and understand them when you hear them. Uh, and it's also, I had something to relate it to. So você means you, but it's very similar to vos in Spanish, which is used a lot in Argentina. Uh, it's an informal way of saying you or tú. So because I could relate você to vos, 
then I really started to hear it. So anytime I, I was hearing uh, Portuguese music uh, or, or Brazilian music or any songs that had a Portuguese, like I would hear Você. I go, oh, he said you. I know that. <laughs> so that was my stage one of Portuguese. This would kind of give you an idea. And with Spanish, it was Corazón. So you probably have a word that you recognize right now. And if that's the case, you're at stage one. And you've got to really pass through these other phases, okay? So... My whole point is once you get past phase one, listening to stuff you don't understand is not very helpful. So here's some things that you can do, Fred, right away, and hopefully it'll help you sort of get out of this frustration. So the first thing you can do, listen to something that is simpler that you do understand, okay? So if you're listening to a podcast, I imagine, I don't know what podcast you're listening to because you didn't mention it, but if you're listening to podcasts that are 100% in Spanish, uh, then that might not be the level that you're at right now. Maybe you need to listen to a podcast that's actually made for Spanish learners. Like you mentioned, you, you're trying to listen to this podcast, so it's great. I'm glad you found us. Uh, but there are also other podcasts as well that are slower, right? <laughs> and they also have, uh, they use a lot of English to help you understand what you're listening to. And I know there's a school of thought out there that you should start out listening to all Spanish and go complete immersion, but quite frankly, if you know English and it helps you understand quicker, when you're a, a very um, very early on or when you're a beginner, it's really helpful to just use English to kind of help you understand what's going on. And then you can start uh, really doing that immersion. But it's, it's really useless, which I'm sure Fred and others of you who tried this may imagine, if you're just listening and you don't understand anything that's going on, you will give up right away. If not, you know, maybe not right away. It depends on how much perseverance you have. <laughs> But it's really not effective to just kind of sit there without having a clue about what's going on. I mean, at most you'll get through the stage where if you're actually in an immersion environment and, and a person's in front of you and they're pointing to objects, they can say, ah, ese es un bolígrafo, like this is a pen. But like, it's not going to help you have a conversation. So I really don't find that sort of instant immersion, you know, no holds barred, no English allowed at the very beginning is not very useful. When you're at the more intermediate level, yes, you want to push yourself to not rely on English. But if you're a very beginner, use English. So listen to things that are Spanglish <laughs> or things that just incorporate English and Spanish. I also recommend like children's books. So there are some bilingual children's books I've used a lot with my son as well. And I can include some of those in the show notes that might be helpful. Um, it might feel silly at first, but uh, there are some uh, bilingual children's books that really help you start to build your vocabulary in a very simple way. And that also come with audio because you can also hear as you read along with some of these bilingual resources that are made for children and for beginners. So I would definitely recommend, number one, find something that's simpler, that incorporates English, that'll actually teach you what some of these things are so that you don't have to kind of be shell-shocked into 100% Spanish right off the bat. Uh, the second thing I would recommend is to slow down the audio. All right, so if you're listening to something and it just sounds too fast and that's why you can't understand it, try to listen to it slower a few times and then listen to it at normal speed again. Uh, and you'll find that this is helpful because it'll help you sort of be able to hear the individual words and sounds. And as you listen to it, as you speed it up and listen to it faster and faster, then you'll start to see, ah, that's how the sounds link together. But when you slow them down, you'll start to actually hear them separate. And that'll really help you get used to the flow of the language when it's spoken at normal speed. So I know YouTube has a feature now where you can actually slow down the audio. If you're listening to audiobooks on um, Audible or, or some type of app like that, there's a place where you can slow down the tempo as well. So I, I definitely recommend that if your issue is just that it's too fast, 
but you know what the words are, then try to slow it down and that should help you out uh, just to kind of build up what I call like your listening muscle, right? Do some reps at a slow pace and then listen to it faster. The third suggestion I have is just to listen to shorter audio. So listening to podcasts for two hours is a pretty long time not to understand something. So you'll definitely tune it out and it, and it just won't be very, it won't be a very efficient use of your time. I recommend listening to shorter audio, which if you listen to this podcast, you know, I love uh, learning languages with music. It's how I learn Spanish and songs are about three minutes long, right? So when I say shorter, I mean short. Um, two hours is a lot. Something that you could do instead of maybe listening to different podcasts for two hours is maybe listen to the same song for like 20 minutes, right? So you're repeating that three minutes over and over again, but you're gonna start to hear the chorus, you're gonna start to get more familiar with it, and you'll start to recognize the words if you repeat a shorter clip instead of just trying to listen to a longer stretch of audio. So that's what I recommend, try something shorter, whether it's a really short YouTube video, something that's maybe like three or five minutes, or a song that you particularly like, or if you have uh, some phrases, something that you can listen to that's a little bit shorter, or just a certain words that you wanna learn, you can listen to that over and over again, and that'll really help you improve your listening comprehension so you can get to the next stage, all right? So listen to something simpler that you understand, something that uses English, slow down the audio, and then listen to shorter audio clips. Those are the three tips I would give you to help with listening comprehension. Now, the other thing I wanna mention is, so Fred, you mentioned that you have a Puerto Rican coworker. So what I would say is to start using any of the Spanish that you know with your coworker. So even if it's just one or two phrases at first, like if you just know how to say, gracias, por favor, just start with the Spanish that you know. You know, greet the person in Spanish. Buenos días, como estas? Muy bien, gracias y tú. Like start with a very, very basic conversation and start to use the Spanish that you know with your Puerto Rican coworker. Use Spanglish, right? Speak whatever Spanish that you know. Get into the habit of using the Spanish that you do know while you have someone um, that you're spending time with that's very accessible that you can use to practice the language with, okay? So I hope you found that helpful, Fred. And for anyone else out there who's struggling with listening comprehension, I do want to invite you to a free masterclass on uh, how to improve your listening comprehension. So I break down the exact steps that I use when I'm learning a new language and the same steps I used for Spanish to really improve my listening comprehension and that I you know, use with my coaching clients. It's helped so many people who have been a part of the Learn Spanish with Music course who are in our Spanish Con Salsa coaching community. It really helps them go from not being able to understand anything at all <laughs> So really getting to that that point that I talked about, which I think your goal should be is understanding not 100% of everything you hear, but at least about 80% so that you can be conversant and you can feel confident when you are communicating in Spanish. So check out the show notes page at learnspanishconsalsa.com slash 80. That's learnspanishconsalsa.com slash 80. And you will see a link to my free masterclass on how to improve your Spanish listening skills because this is the number one impediment to fluency. I don't care how many words you know or how well you can speak Spanish. If you don't understand what someone is saying, you can't consider yourself fluent and it is a huge barrier to communication. So if you haven't already attended the masterclass, make sure you check it out. LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash 80 and you can sign up absolutely free. All right. So that's it for this episode of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. As always, I hope that something you heard today has helped you go at least one pasito, one step closer from Spanish beginner to bilingual. Adios. 
Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com. <laughs>